After constantly being bombarded with emails, phone calls, and text messages on a daily basis asking, what would you do? Sometimes it's an, oh crap, I made a mistake, help me. And sometimes it's just a question about the latest technology and do we feel it's worth the investment? We want to help answer all of these questions. So, welcome to What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. We'll be interviewing experts in the industry to help answer the questions that you desire to know the answers to. And now, it's time for What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. Hello, and welcome to What Would Larry Do? I'm Dr. Ann, and I'm here with Larry Helwig. And it's been a little while since we've been here, Larry. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like it's been forever. And I think the whole COVID thing is, you know, lockdown and all that has caused everybody to kind of get into a shell. And it's maybe it's time to get out, you know, and that's why we decided to start doing this again. Mm -hmm. And we miss it. You know, the, the podcasts and being able to, you know, get get some news out and a lot has happened in the last year. And uh, so we're excited to be here and we're excited to get it going again. And uh, hopefully we'll have some information. It's like I started thinking about it last night. And in this one year, how much new technology has come out, how many changes have taken place. Uh, You know, we moved, uh, you know, at the start of COVID, we moved into a much larger space on uh, on Central Avenue in Phoenix, and which is uh, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's really designed to be the ultimate treatment and training center, and uh, we do have a video up on it, so you can certainly take a look at that and see what it's all about. But uh, we're excited, and uh, the whole thing with. COVID has put everybody into a funk a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're excited because we feel like, okay, it's not ideal everywhere, but it seems like the general direction is getting better. It seems like people are a little more optimistic. We're seeing a little more traffic on the roads and uh, more people, you know, want to want to do things. And, and fortunately for all of us, the manufacturers have stayed busy. Yeah, well, and a couple things that I think of when we look back over the year of COVID is, number one, it was real exciting for us to move during COVID. Yes, it was. (laughs) It was hell. Yeah. Things did not work out like you're expecting them to because everything gets shut down. So when we did finally get it open, we got it open without a front desk and no cabinets. And, you know, it's been a transition, but it worked out. And then I think about everything else that's happened with all the people all over the world, um, just really being shut down and isolated from each other and not able to get out and do things. And, you know, it, I, I always like to think optimistically because I'm definitely a glass half full person. The things are starting to change and get better. And I agree with you. I feel like we're going to be able to come out of our caves. And, you know, some of the things that have happened is some of the people like the companies that we work for in a few cases have taken this downtime to just focus on research and advancement and what can they change? Because you can't do anything else other than work in the lab pretty much at that point. And the other side of that coin that we're seeing with people is everybody else who was cooped up either has gained a bunch of weight and is looking for a way to get it off or has seen themselves so many times on a Zoom video that they're like, that just can't be how I actually look. Yeah, it's been interesting because people were coming in and they were actually excited to come in because I think it was an excuse to get out of the house. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And so, look, I get to get out. I get to go somewhere. I get to, you know, do something. And, of course, the Zoom, like you said, we had, we've done so many treatments based on Zoom. And so, oh, yeah. I mean, we need to send them a check. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> we owe them something. I mean, it's really been a big deal. And you're right. The people have sat home and uh, I'm sure Netflix has done real well. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, eating and, and watching television and not in your normal routine. And so, you know, all our body technology is really rocking and rolling. I have to tell you something funny, though, about that Zoom thing. I had one of my clients come in a week or two ago. And she was telling me she was on one of those Zoom calls and everybody tries to position their cameras like up and make sure they've got that good view. She goes, I guarantee you one of the ladies on there had a filter. She's like, I didn't want to embarrass her. She's like, but I need a private messenger and find out where'd you get that filter? <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody's trying to do everything they can, you know, mm-hmm. to keep the look and keep going. And uh, right now, you know, we're looking at uh, spring, summer. Oh, yeah. And so it's already we, summer here. Yeah, summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're in the nineties, and uh, we'll soon be in the hundreds. So yeah, yeah, we're we're ready for it, I guess, as ready as you can be. But getting getting everybody ready uh, mentally, physically, I think that's a big deal. Yeah. And I've noticed in the last few weeks, the consultations have started to shift, um, somewhat from the face to the body. Yeah. And more people are interested in what can I do and how do I do this and you know so we're uh, I, I think that's a big deal this time of year. Well, yeah, everybody's <laughs> trying to get off their COVID nineteen weight. Exactly. You know, it's and, and and for us the summer, you know, a lot of time slows down a little bit because uh, people aren't always here. And this year will probably be very similar with people trying to take their first vacation in you know two years or three years or whatever. And uh, so, you know, we may see a little bit of an absence from our typical scenario, but uh, but those that stay in town and those that are here and all that, we'll try to work out some deals for them. Well, and of course, right now, like you said, everybody's trying to get prepped. And one of the biggest things that people are doing is they're beginning to work out more. They're trying to work on their bodies. They're trying to figure out how we're going to do this. So that's where we do want to talk about one of the newer technologies that has come out over the year. So before COVID, we talked about M-Sculpt, Larry, and it was converting the average U.S. body into a nice shaped hard body. So is it still highly successful and what has changed with it? Yeah, you know, um, BTL is the manufacturer of this device, and they really hit a home run when they came out with this. This was like the beginning because you actually had a device where you lay on a table, it kills fat, and it builds muscle while you breathe. I mean, that's it. All you got to do is lay there and breathe. It does 20,000 contractions while you're just laying there breathing. And when you think about metabolism and you think about, you know, how many calories you're burning and you think about, okay, I am actually building a tremendous amount of muscle and killing a lot of fat all by just laying here on the table, that's a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah. And then they came out with more. They came out with more applicators that allowed you to do biceps and triceps. You could do your thighs. You could do your calves. Exactly. Do the glutes. So, the, the, you know, pretty much all the major body uh, muscle areas you could treat. And uh, so they, they, they hit a home run with it. And so COVID hit. 
and it was interesting because, you know, even though we had to close down for a period of time, we were busy organizing our office and trying to get moved in and what have you, uh, but not seeing patients. And then we start seeing patients. And, you know, we did hear from some of the manufacturers and we talked to different people and, you know, what's going on. And, you know, they would ask us about business and all this and that. So you go back and forth. Uh, And we talked to a lot of people, but BTL was sort of silent during this time. And for one of our one of the major players, in fact, the number one aesthetic company in the United States, that was unusual because you really do hear about these people a lot. And uh, so we weren't hearing much. And uh, and then all of a sudden there's this invitation uh, to this uh, big conference that they're having, and they had like four or five throughout the country, and I was invited to the one in California where they were introducing a new device. Wasn't it all at the same time, too? So they had four locations, yeah. and you guys were all introduced at the same time? Same time. I, it was either four or five different mm-hmm. locations, and they did these massive things, and, you know, they had everybody spread out. They had these huge rooms, and they probably had a 100 or so people at, you know, at each one of these. And um, the goal was to introduce a new device that did what the M-Sculpt did, but only did it better. So, you know, I mean, they they spent their time wisely taking something that was already one of the hottest products on the market, if not the hottest, and uh, and developing it so that it did a lot more than what it does now. Mm-hmm. And so it's been impressive, and it was called it's called Neo. So it's M Sculpt Neo N E O. And I I suspect that if you are on Instagram, you do any social media, anything, you've heard about this because it is everywhere. And we'll get into more of that a little bit later. But you know, I go over there and see this, and they have uh, a couple of physicians talking about it, and they're giving the statistics on it. And with this device in the study, doing three treatments in the study, people were losing 30% abdominal fat. Mm -hmm. So you lay there for three treatments. Now, really, our protocol is four. Yeah. And I think that's what it should be. And just it's once a week uh, or every 10 days or so for four times. But... To lose 30% abdominal fat, I mean, to think about what someone has to do to actually do that, physically do that, and to gain 25% muscle mass and strength at the same time. So, you know, you, you okay, that's just amazing. How do you do that? And let me back you up just a little bit. So for those of our listeners who maybe haven't heard some of our other podcasts, explain what the original M-Sculpt was, and then maybe let's go into what's making the Neo different from the original M-Sculpt. Okay, so the original M-Sculpt uses what's called high-fem technology, which is high-intensity focused electromagnetic energy, which is like an MRI, okay? Mm -hmm. Only it's focused, So all this from a magnet, so think of a magnet, all this energy coming from a magnet going into your abdomen, your thighs, your biceps, whatever. And it focuses on the motor neurons that cause your muscles to contract. So that's that's really the foundation. That's causing those super maximal contractions. contractions. And so that's really the key. 
if if you volunteer to do some sit-ups and you lay down on the floor, your best <laughs> sit-up is nothing compared to this. This is about 60% greater. And just by the way, there's 20,000 of them. And so when you start thinking about this is more than you can possibly do, and I think I mentioned this. And when, for some when, of us, we might not even be able to do a real sit-up. <laughs> yeah. To do it right, that's right. And they, they, they had asked, and I think I mentioned this when we were talking about MSculpt last time, they asked Muhammad Ali, how many sit-ups do you do? And he said, I don't start counting until I can't do anymore. Until it hurts. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be to the point where you are physically drained and you lose all the ATP, which is adenosine triphosphate. That mm-hmm. is the molecules in your muscles mm-hmm. that allow you, the, that's your energy. It's an energy okay. source for every part of your body. It's your energy source, that's right. And so when you don't have the energy, you're done. And so if you lay on the floor, do setups, if you do crunches, if you do whatever you do, when you run out of energy, it's over. And what they figured out is that if you had a different energy source or an additional energy source, you could actually do more. And they figured out that by splitting triglycerides into free fatty acids and glycerol, you had a huge energy source. Mm-hmm. And that's really what happened. And that yep. was that was the beginning of it. And that was M-Sculpt. And so it's using this uh, electromagnetic energy. It's getting you to do these contractions that you can't do yourself on whatever body part. And it was hugely successful. Yeah, I and, love it because that's where engineering meets biochemistry. Yeah. Because breaking down those triglycerides and everything, that's where we can use them to go down pathways in our body that actually form ATP. So... The nerd part of me appreciates that because I remember that from biochemistry in medical school. But it's the the combination of being able to do that. And what I'd find with most people, if you were to interview a bunch of people out there and ask them how much they actually love doing their core or abdominal exercises, I don't think anybody's going to say they actually love it. They love the results afterwards. But I find that doing ab exercise and core exercises tend to be the most despised type of workout. It, it is. It's no, hard. No one likes it. No. It's like the the least desirable. <laughs> I, I remember when I did sit-ups, um, you know, I have to, I have a hard time remembering because it was many years ago. <laughs> Back in the early 1900s? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just shortly after caveman, you know, progressed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it isn't any fun. No one likes to do it. And when you do it, they have these videos, and they're so good showing, you know, basically cavemen type doing video, doing sit-ups, <laughs> you know, and all these things versus the new method. And it is just so dramatically different. So mm-hmm. technology has jumped so far that you are actually creating these really good, healthy and I think that's the key. It's a healthy body. You are stronger. You are healthier. And anyone having a good core, you're less likely to fall. You're less likely to lose your balance. So there's all good things about it. Yeah. So we know that that's the original <clears throat> M Sculpt, where it was really built to define muscle, to increase muscle mass. And it was, in some cases, destroying fat. They had multiple settings. So, for example, unlike the glutes, if we didn't want to destroy the fat that's there, it would just build the muscle without destroying the fat. So if that's the original M-Sculpt, what makes the Neo different? Well, they've been in the radio frequency business forever. 
That's where um, they started, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, they with you know, diathermy or something yeah, like that, right? I, they've yes. They, I mean, they this is a company that's been involved in uh, uh, the, the physiology, the working of the body, and and rehab and things like that for so many years. Like twenty five years, or yeah, something. Yeah, they have a twenty five year history in, in the business, and so for them, they're simply taking information that they've gathered over all of those years put it together, you know, figured it out. But radio frequency was a big part of it. And we have a device at our office called Exilus. Mm-hmm. It does skin tightening and it does uh, volume reduction. And it was one, I think it was one of their first devices in the uh, aesthetic arena. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I don't know how many years, we've had a 10, ten years or something like that. Oh, yeah. So it's been a long time now and it works really well. Yeah, we still use it all the time. Yeah, I mean it's it's still it's current. It's it's beautiful, and it so we know, and it has been proven by other manufacturers as well mm-hmm. how well radio frequency works on the body to yeah. both do skin tightening and to kill fat. Yes, and so what they thought is okay. What if we add radio frequency to this? would we not make a a bigger, better system? And Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what they did. They added radio frequency to an electromagnetic wave. Mm -hmm. So you're firing this electromagnetic wave through radio frequency or vice versa. I mean, it's just, it's so impressive to know that you can do that. Two technologies at once. Firing it at one time. And we, uh, since probably podcast number one we've always talked about two is better than one mm-hmm. you know three is better than two i mean yeah. anytime you can add something to it you get more yep. and that's exactly what they've done with this and, and so now you have radio frequency that they're using on the abdomen mm-hmm. and that abdomen is heating up the skin and it's automatically temperature controlled so it will keep the skin at 41 to 43 degrees Celsius, mm-hmm. which is a really nice temperature. And in fact, we like it for skin tightening. Yeah. So oh, it's, yeah. it's really good for that. But you're heating the dermis, which is the skin tightening, mm-hmm. but you're also heating fat and you're warming up the muscle. Yep. And so all of a sudden, your muscle is pre-warmed up. I mean, you are pretty much ready to go in the first couple minutes as opposed to waiting to warm up your muscle. Yeah. And so that is nice. And you've got all this uh, uh, subcutaneous fat that is now heating up, which is what we've done with radio frequency since day one to to kill fat. And so now you have two different methods working at the same time to accomplish the same goal. And they did uh, they did over 500 patients with this and seven different clinical studies, and in that they found that they were losing 30 percent on average, 30 percent abdominal fat, and gaining 25 percent abdominal muscle, which is huge. Which is huge. I mean, you just you ha- you have to think about that a minute because there's no device out there that comes anywhere close to that. No. And um, so it's been a fun technology because. People are thinking, well, how do I get my body back? And I know we're talking primarily about what we call protocol one, Mm -hmm. which is the abdomen. But again, you can do the butt with this. You can do the thighs with this. You can do the calves with this. You can do biceps and triceps. Now, currently, they're not using radio frequency in those other areas. Only the abdomen. Only the abdomen at this time. It is a special protocol for the abdomen. 
but there will be more protocols coming. Mm-hmm. I suspect we will see radio frequency used either for tightening and or volume reduction in different areas and uh, over time because it's they know how to do it. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the science and the uh, experience and all that is already there. So yeah. we're excited about it, and patients have already noticed a difference, mm-hmm. that there is a big difference between the M-Sculpt that we had and the Neo that we have now. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a big difference for me trying it. Yeah. I mean, it's still a very tolerable treatment. It does feel different. The heat actually feels amazing, but I'm one of those people that I like warmth. You know, I'm cold all the time. So the heat was no big deal. The contractions are different. So they did something different to it, which I finally figured out the pattern. Yep. <laughs> so for any of you who haven't had M-Sculpt done, very tolerable, easy, no downtime, no real pain. The contractions on the stomach can be a little intense. So when Larry was saying earlier that you just have to lay there and breathe through it, we kind of teach you guys how to breathe to make it more comfortable because it's pretty intense the first time it contracts your stomach. Because like he said, it's 60% stronger than any contraction you can do yourself, but not painful. Well, the new protocol when it came out, because I used to count through the cycles. I had my little pattern down. I could get through it and I'd be like, okay, this is how many are left. For me, that's how I do it. Just like when I'm at the gym, right? I only have so many minutes left. Um, The new one, it took me a few times to figure out the pattern because they switched it up. (laughs) (laughs) which I finally did, but they've added some new segments in. So I'll be interested as things advance and we learn more about them, what these new segments are doing to increase that muscle mass that's building. I'm assuming that's what it is because before there was three segments and I think there's five now. Yeah. And they changed how it pulses. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's significant. Um, The protocol is changing. I think how many muscle fibers you're actually hitting. And, uh, you know, going back to the M-Sculpt days, people were always concerned that they would, if they stopped doing it, they'd immediately lose the muscle. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what's been shown. Yeah. They did studies showing that even a year later you had all but 1%. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very impressive because you are not building just bigger muscle that you already have you're building brand new muscle, mm-hmm. which up to now was not possible. No, I mean, but new we, fibers. we still have to talk about with our patients, though, that maintenance is part of it. So whether yeah. your maintenance is in the gym or your maintenance is diet, you know, you can't just come in and do an M-sculpt and then go out and eat pizza and burgers and chocolate cake every day and expect your stomach fat not to come back. We all know that that's just you know, the way it is. You have to continue. But that's with any part of your body. You can't go in and have a facelift. And do nothing for the next 20 years and expect to still look good. You have to do maintenance or enhancement, if you like to say. So what I always tell my patients is, if you do series of M-Sculpt or Neo, it'll get you the results you want. Keep up your work at home if you want to maintain it. Doesn't mean it's going to disappear overnight, but you can't go back to eating bad and think that you're just magically going to maintain a good body. That doesn't even work with surgery or liposuction. And I've seen plenty of tummy tucks 10, 15 years later where... Maybe it's still kind of tight in the front, but you can see where the fat's gaining on either side or it's starting to pucker around the scars on the edges because they didn't maintain their diet and lifestyle. Yeah. So So I I think it's a a device that everyone's going to be able to benefit from someplace on their body. The abdomen is a great place to start because it's right in front. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you can't miss it. Okay. It's right there. But but also all the benefits it has uh, for you to have a good core. 
oh, yeah. have that strength. And, and we did talk before about doing people of all ages. Mm-hmm. It's not just for the younger, hard bodies. It is for no. everyone because, of course, if you are stronger and you are healthier, you, yep. you, you, you don't lose your independence. And that's the key is that you are able to do things that other people your age maybe aren't able to do. Yeah. And it's because you have the strength to do it. Well, and not only that, but you bring up a good point there, because I just had this conversation with a patient about two weeks ago when I was reviewing her DEXA scan, which looks for osteoporosis. And I was having this serious conversation with her of like, you have to start weightlifting. You need to start doing these things. Actually, weightlifting to help strengthen the bones. The stronger your muscles are, the better the bones are. So even just strengthening your legs so then you are able to go and do more weightlifting and have more activity, strengthening your back and your abdomen and your glutes so that your core is stronger so you're less likely to fall. This is the conversation I was having with her is based on her age and her DEXA scan. She's at high risk for a hip fracture. If she is to slip and fall and break that hip, that sometimes can be the downturn for people for the rest of their life and in three years they're gone. You know, that's exactly what happened to my grandma. The first hip, she was fine. The second hip she broke, she passed away within three years. She never recovered or quite came back normal from that second hip break, and that was from osteoporosis. So just maintaining your core strength, keeping your body healthy and fit. You know, obviously, yes, you have to have your healthy diet and be able to work out, but having the strength to do it, sometimes it's not always about having the picture-perfect body, but it's about making sure you are maintaining your independence that you're not relying on other people to do everything for you and care for you because you can actually get up and do it yourself. Correct. And and I think BTL has done a really good job of getting the word out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, um, on uh, Super Bowl Sunday, they had Shaquille O'Neal doing some stuff yeah. with, with M-Sculpt and Neo. And you look at all the celebrities. Didn't they have Gronkowski doing something with yes, them too? Yes, And yep. it's celebrity after celebrity. The Jennifer card- Lopez's stomach when she was the halftime show. Yes. <laughs> now, granted, she did work out very hard to get there, but she also used M-Sculpt as part of her workout protocol to make sure her stomach was ready for that halftime show. Yep. And so you've you've got celebrities doing this left and right now, and mm-hmm. of course it's helpful. Yeah. And the fact is, anyone can do this. This isn't once upon a time it was like, well, celebrities can go do this and this and this. Well, I mean, you can walk into different offices and do a neo, and you know, just schedule yourself and and build it into your routine and your program, and it makes a big difference. Yeah, without pain, without <clears throat> downtime, without. Um, you know, having to miss workouts, all yep. these different things that sometimes other procedures cause you to miss. And if you can accomplish in like four or five weeks what typically might it might take one to two years to mm-hmm. accomplish, I mean, isn't that worth it? Yeah. So, you know, people have to start thinking that way because time is an asset. Yeah. It's your number one asset. And if you can come in and sit down or lay down and have a different treatment on a different area and and do in a very short period of time what would take you months and months to do, whoa, that's, that's a big deal. And I think nowadays people have to look at it a little bit more like that. Yeah. Well, and still, like you said, post-COVID, everybody's fighting their extra weight. We're seeing all these things on social media. Either that or you're stuck on Zoom videos where half the time people are seeing what you look like where you know, you're not used to them being able to view that. So it's time for us to come out of our caves, start getting everything back in shape, getting back to our normal routines, exercising a little bit more. How's that going for you? 
Larry. <laughs> we'll have a sidebar conversation uh, okay. on that. All right. Just curious. <laughs> I'm, I actually am working on that. Okay. Slowly. All right. Uh, but surely. Just check in. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do more. I, I have made a, a, a little bit of a commitment on that. So Good. Because we started out last year doing a weight loss competition and then it came to an abrupt halt with COVID just because like we ended before we, you know, ended our podcast before we were done doing that. So maybe we might have to have an exercise competition this year. Mm. <laughs> Not just see who can more regularly stay up with their exercising routine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just reminding you, you got to come out of that cave, sir. It's yeah. time. You're probably detecting the enthusiasm in my voice. <laughs> I am all fired up. You know, I am I'm so fired up. <laughs> it's like, oh, crap. Well, you know, you do have a Neo in your office, so you can cheat a little bit. Yeah, and I will be, <laughs> trust me. Big time. Uh, so anyway, across the board, if you can make a decision and then commit to that decision, I think that's the key to this. Uh, to make little changes, mm-hmm. you know, just it's it's time, you know, we're we're hopefully we're moving post COVID. Mm-hmm. Make some changes in your life to get a a, a better body or whatever direction you want to go. But to ju- start doing some things, and it may be just as simple as just working your abdomen or or doing an area. And uh, I highly recommend it because one thing we all know is when we start to do something and we like what happens, we do more. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know that. This is common sense. So you just have to start. That's that's the key. And I have to do the same thing. Yep. And I will be starting. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow? Tomorrow. <laughs> well, and it's a good point to bring up because we've all developed habits over COVID just by falling into that rut because we were stuck at home. We weren't able to go to the gym. We were out of our normal routines. And it's like you said, everything becomes a habit because you do it over and over again. Now we have to start to break that, but sometimes people need things to jumpstart them. And that's where it's like, they just have to decide what's going to be their initial thing to kind of jumpstart them and to get them going in that right direction. And then they can maintain those habits once it becomes a habit. So I agree. Well, good. Well, I think we're about ready to wrap up unless you have any last words of advice for our uh, listeners on NEO. Uh, All I'd like to say is it's here. There's a lot of offices that have it. We have it. If you have any questions, you can always call us and ask. Come down, check it out, see it. We'll try to put up some videos that'll correspond with this. And uh, before we leave, any last words of advice for our listeners, Larry? Well, I I mentioned, you know, decision and commitment. I don't know if I've told the story, but, you know, there's 10 birds on a telephone line. Eight decide to leave. The question is, how many birds are on the telephone line? And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, the answer could be 10. Because, (laughs) you know, just because you decide to do something doesn't mean you're going Mm -hmm. to do it. So you have to commit to it. You know, you have to take that next step. Decision is the first step. You have to decide. Yes. But then commit. You know, make some kind of a, a, a mental, physical commitment on a weekly basis to do something. Implementation. And exactly. If you do that, you will be much more successful. So just that that's my only thought on it is, is uh, get to the commitment stage. Things will get done. You'll be much happier. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us this week, and then we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. Hear it live each week here or anytime 24-7 on demand at StarWorldWideNetworks.com.